Hello and welcome to Nick's Knack for Neologisms, episode 18, where we define and discuss the most amazing words in the English language. Last episode, we covered grandiloquent, tenuous, imperturbable, and decorum. And in this episode, we're covering abjure, prodigious, calumniate, and inchoate. Four fun words. <clears throat> I don't really use any of those words. Well, I use one of them. The rest, eh, not so much, but they're kind of fun. So let's get on to our first word. Our first word is abjure, A-B-J-U-R-E, abjure. It's a verb, A-B-J-U-R-E, abjure. And it means to renounce, repudiate, or retract, especially with formal solemnity, recant. What the hell does that mean, solemnity? Solemnness, sincerity, seriousness, solemnity, with formal solemnity. To renounce, repudiate, or retract, especially with formal solemnity, recant. So it's like giving something up. If you're abjuring something, you're giving it up. You're renouncing it or giving it up under oath. You're forswearing it. You could be avoiding it or shunning it as well, abjure. So just think of abjure. I think a simple way to remember it is just think of abjure as just giving something up, abjure. To abjure one's errors, to abjure one's allegiance to something, to abjure something or giving it up. But you usually hear the word abjure in more of a formal setting like a court or something like that. You might hear the word or read the word in a newspaper column, abjure. And the way that you can remember it, I think there's two ways to remember it. Okay, one, you can think of abjure, A-B-J-U-R-E. It's got that J-U-R root. I'm pretty sure that's a root. Don't quote me if it's not. I didn't look this up. I'm assuming it is. I'm sorry, I'm assuming that J-U-R is some sort of root, like jury. Right? What does a jury do? They form some sort of opinion about someone as to whether or not they're guilty. So abjure, it's kind of like you're giving up that ability to form an opinion. You're renouncing something. You're giving it up. Abjure. Right? If we abduct our arm, we're moving our arm away from our body. If you abduct a child, for instance, you're taking that child away from its family or its home. So ab means to take away. So abjure is like taking away your opinion about something, taking away your jury about something, renouncing something, repudiating something, retracting a statement maybe you made. You're abjuring it. Abjure. Another cool way that someone came up with on uh, mnemonicdictionary.com, this is just a user on there, is they thought of abjure very sim similar to injure, like you injured yourself, injury, right? If you look at the words, they're kind of spelled similarly, I-N-J-U-R-E versus A-B-J-U-R-E. If something injures you, you give it up. So maybe you used to like jumping off cliffs and then you figured out that it injured you and so you gave it up. And so now you abjure jumping off cliffs. Probably not the best example, but, you know, on the spot, hey, it worked, right? Abjure. What are some things you have abjured in your life? What are some things you've given up in your life, willingly or solemnly given up in your life? Maybe you thought long and hard about something. You're like, you know what? I need to abjure this. I need to give it up. It's just not helping me. It's not good for me. Abjure. Trying to think of some things I've abjured in my life, solemnly given up, seriously with intent given up. I don't know if I can really think of anything. Kind of whimsical when it comes to hobbies. To some degree, I've abjured guitar playing. I used to play it a lot in my early 20s, about 10 years ago. I still play every now and then, but I don't take my practice seriously. I just pick it up and dick around on the guitar. So to some degree, I've abjured serious practice with my guitar. So how about you? What what are some things you have abjured?
think about it. Really, what are some things in your life you have abjured? Might not, you might actually come up with some things like, oh, man, I remember I used to do that. How come I don't do it anymore? And maybe you, maybe abjure you can't really use like that because abjure, I think, it's not like you didn't do it, but abjure has uh, an intention behind it. If you're abjuring something, it's you're intentionally, after much serious deliberation and consideration, giving it up. Abjure. Kind of a cool word, I guess. I don't know if I'll ever use it, but abjure, it's just weird. It's a weird word to say, abjure. You can also say abjure. You know where you throw that little like Y sound, abjure. Yeah, it's another fun pronunciation. All right, let's go to abjure in a sentence. These are some examples I found on wordsinasentence.com. These are really good. After the tyrant took over the country, the citizens had to abjure their political beliefs. So imagine the tyrant took over the country and then the citizens had to give up what they believed so that maybe they wouldn't be hung or killed. In order to marry the peasant he loved, the prince made the decision to abjure his title. Oh, isn't that sweet? Brings tears to my eyes. Because John ignored his parents' plea to abjure a life of crime, he ended up in prison by making bad choices. Yep. He should have abjured a life of crime, but instead he went out and he stole some cars, sold some crack to kids in a school district, and he ended up in prison with all the bad choices that he made. Although chocolate cake is Martha's favorite dessert, she has chosen to abjure it while on her diet. Ooh, that would be tough. That's one thing I couldn't abjure is chocolate. Even though I eat healthy, I'm never giving up chocolate, guys. It's not going to happen. I'm not abjuring chocolate ever. Martha, you're crazy. You're crazy to abjure chocolate. Why would you ever do that? That's just crazy. Crazy woman, abjure. All right, that's abjure. To renounce or give up under oath, forswear, to renounce, repudiate, or retract, especially with formal solemnity. And I think I was going to come up with synonyms for this, but I forgot for that word. So whatever. Let's move on to prodigious. This is my favorite word out of these four words. Prodigious. Such a good word. Extraordinary in size, amount, extent, degree, force, etc. Prodigious. A prodigious research grant. Something that is extraordinary in size, amount, extent, degree, force, etc. Prodigious. This is a fun word, prodigious. It is spelled P-R-O-D-I-G-I-O-U-S. Prodigious. It's phonetic. P-R-O-D-I-G-I-O-U-S. Prodigious. Wonderful, marvelous, a prodigious feat. Or it could even mean abnormal or monstrous. Right, you could see how, how that could be sort of its third definition. If something is extraordinary in size, sometimes things that are extraordinary in size are also monstrous, like a prodigious spider or a prodigious, I don't know, anything that's huge, like abnormally huge, a prodigious mouse the size of a rat. I don't know. I feel like something that's supposed to be small but then is gigantic can sometimes be monstrous, right? abnormal. But usually the word prodigious just means really large or like of great effort, prodigious effort, something of, of, of large magnitude, prodigious. Synonyms, synonyms, synonyms would be enormous, immense, huge, gigantic, tremendous, amazing, stupendous, astounding, wondrous. It's a cool word. Wondrous, miraculous, prodigious. What a good word. It's got some strength behind it. Prodigious. Yes, prodigious. The way we can remember this 
This is another user on mnemonicdictionary.com. They said that you can think of pro pro digits. It kind of has the word digits in there, prodigits, like pro. So pro is obviously the prefix. Pro, you're for something. I'm pro whatever. Pro or cons, pro, you're for something. And then it has digits in there. Prodigious kind of sounds like pro digits. And digits, you could just think of numbers. So pro numbers, you're for numbers, lots of numbers, things of magnitude, things of big size, pro digits, prodigious. Yes, prodigious. I once, now that now that I'm remembering, this is why this is my favorite word. I was once dating this gal, and uh, things were getting kind of hot and heavy in the bedroom. So I proceeded to remove my pants and my undergarments. And after I re- removed my undergarments, she took a look and she was like, that is one prodigious effort to take your clothes off. Did you guys think I was going to say prodigious penis? You guys thought I was going to say that, didn't you? You guys are the one with the sick mind, not me. I didn't I didn't say it. You guys thought of it, not me. Prodigious. Now, every time you hear the word prodigious, you're going to think of prodigious penis. You probably have an image in your head of a prodigious penis right now. The funny thing is, though, this is, I can tell you this is what's going to happen. Someday you're going to forget about the word prodigious. You know, Maybe after this podcast, you'll remember it for like a month or two. You take an exam, you remember it, it'll go out of your head. And then one day you'll be reading and you'll see the word prodigious. And then all of a sudden you'll remember prodigious penis. You'll think about it and you'll laugh. Yeah. Good times. All right. That just happened. Let's get to some examples of prodigious in a sentence. This is from wordsinasentence.com. Since Stan's car accident, he has been taking prodigious amounts of pain pills. That would make sense to take prodigious amounts of pain pills if you were in pain. After overindulging in a prodigious meal, I really needed a nap. She is very proud of her son who has a prodigious talent for playing the guitar. And as evidenced by her excessive weight, Amber has a prodigious appetite. Ooh. Ooh. Is there, a, is there necessarily a correlation between excess of weight and a prodigious appetite? I don't know. There's probably correlation. I don't know if there's causation necessarily. Not always. Probably most of the cases, yes, but not so much so. You know what's interesting? This is a bit of a tangent, but I looked. If you look at um, the amount of sugar that people consume these days, it's a prodigious amount of sugar we consume these days. It's something like 150 pounds a year or 160 pounds. I weigh, I weigh right around that amount, and I just think, man, each of us eats a bag full of me and sugar. I think of myself as just this, like, dummy that's just made out of sugar and people eating me. That's a lot of sugar, 160 pounds, right? Then if you go back to the early 1900s, I think it was something around 5 or 10 pounds of sugar that we've eaten or that we ate, that we've eaten, <laughs> that we ate, right? And so then if you look at weight, assuming that weight was measured well back then and documented well back then, the weight corresponds, the average weight of an American corresponds with that sugar spike. So as sugar increases, there's a direct relationship to say that or there's a direct relationship between sugar consumption and weight gain, which really isn't that surprising given the amount of prodigious sugar we eat. I mean, we eat a shit ton of sugar. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyhow, I, I knew I could throw the word prodigious in there with sugar, so that's why I brought that up. All right, prodigious, you guys. Enormous, immense, huge, gigantic, tremendous, large in size. Prodigious, that's a fun word. Let's move on to our next word. Our next word is weird in its pronunciation and even in its spelling to some degree. The word is calumniate. It's a verb, calumniate. 
C-A-L-U-M-N-I-A-T-E. Calumniate. It's phonetic. It's just a weird word. Calum- like if you look at it, it's kind of hard to pronounce. You sort of have to do it a bunch of times. Calumniate. C-A-L-U-M-N-I-A-T-E. Calumniate. Or the noun is calumny. I always hate when a word has a different pronunciation in its noun than it does its verb form. You know, like the stress is different, like calumny is on that first syllable, whereas calumniate is on that maybe second or third, the emphasis, right? Calumniate. All right. Calumniate means to make false and malicious statements about slander. So calumniate is synonymous with slander. Calumniate or calumny is synonymous with slander. Slander, calumniate, to make false and malicious statements about. Have you calumniated anyone lately? You calumniator, stop stop with all the calumny. Calumniate, calumniate. What a weird word, calumniate. So one way that this person on mnemonicdictionary.com came up with to remember calumniate, I thought it was rather clever because I looked up the roots. It's got illuminate almost in it, you know, like like um. Uh, like illuminates, but it's calumniate. It's weird. So I don't know if there's something going on with that root. I looked it up and I couldn't find anything. I was like, all right, whatever. But this one person came up with the idea of it almost, calumniate almost sounds like columniate, like a column you might read in the newspaper, columniate. And usually when you read a a column in the newspaper, it says something bad about someone or slanders them, right? Usually it's negativity in the news. So that's the way they remembered. I thought that was kind of clever. Columniate, something bad about somebody calumniate calumniate calumny so synonyms would be accuse blasphemy slur smear vilify scandalize slander libel malign aspersions blacken calumniate so it's definitely a negative word calumniate and if you want to show off and use it i highly recommend saying it a bunch of times otherwise you're going to mess up its pronunciation calumniate in an attempt to prevent the mayor's re-election, someone has been using the internet to calumniate the city leader's family. I could see if you were to slander to calumniate the city's leader's family, that might have a bad outcome for his election. The dishonest reporter would calumniate her own mother in order to make front page news. Ouch, how could you do that about your own mom? Calumniate her own mother in order to make front page news. She made false and malicious statements about her mom just to make the front page of the news. Interesting. If the tabloid continues to calumniate the actor, it will be hit with a lawsuit. Calumniate. Yeah, so there's some examples examples when probably calumny is illegal. I think, I don't know how it works. I remember a class one time, way back in the day, where you can slander... I think people like you and I, ordinary people, can slander people legally. But if we were to, if we were to be, say, a politician or someone of high status, and we were to calumniate someone of lower status, then I think that might actually have legal ramifications. But don't quote me on that because I don't really know. Yeah. All right. Uh, if we have another one here, yes, we do. Laura knew her lying ex-husband would calumniate her in order to gain custody of their children. Ooh, yeah, you could calumniate somebody in order to gain custody of your child. Interesting. All right, so that's the word calumniate. Kind of a fun word. It's a verb, calumniate. Calumniate, calumny. 
Stop calumniating me. Let's move on to our last word. And that last word is inchoate. It's another kind of weird word. If you saw it, you'd be like, how the heck do I pronounce this? Kind of a weird word, inchoate, but it's a fun word. I like the word. Inchoate's a good word. It's an adjective. It's spelled I-N-C-H-O-A-T-E. I-N-C-H-O-A-T-E. Inchoate. I suppose it's somewhat phonetic, but you kind of want to pronounce it inchoate because there's that C-H, inchoate. And it means not yet completed or fully developed, rudimentary, or just begun, incipient. That's a good word, incipient. Not organized, lacking uh, lacking order, an inchoate mass of ideas on the subject. So inchoate, just think of, an, of inchoate as being something that's about to blossom or starting to blossom and it's brand new. It's just budding. You know, it's a maybe you have this budding idea. You have this inchoate idea about how the world should work. Something that's rudimentary, something that's basic, something that's not yet developed. An inchoate desire to do something, right? Or you might bump across someone who's 13 or 14 years old and say that they have sort of an inchoate maturity to them, this sort of budding maturity that you can see that maybe in three or four years they're going to be this wonderful, mature person, inchoate not yet completed or fully developed, rudimentary, an inchoate mass of ideas on the subject of astronomy. So it could just be something that's not really organized, which makes sense, right? If something's just brand new, it might not be organized. It takes a while to get things organized, inchoate. So some synonyms might be amorphous, which is just lacking a form, right? Amorphous, lacking shape, Immature, just begun, shapeless, elementary, imperfect, nascent, nascent. That's a good, that's, that's a really good word. Nascent, unfinished, embryo, embryonic. Ooh, that's cool. Embryonic. I'm going to start saying that just like an embryo, right? It's just developing this inchoate embryo, which would really be, uh, what is that called when you use something that's, oh my God, the word is escaping me. Oh boy. It's like a tautology kind of. Embryo. If something's an embryo, of course it's. You would never call it an inchoate embryo because all embryos are inchoate. Oh my God, it's like it's uh, escaping my mind. Whatever. Uh, the kind word of is redundant. Right Inceptive, preliminary, unformed, formless, incipient, rudimentary, unshaped, inchoate. It's killing me that I can't come up with that. What is that called? Redundant. When you have two, it, like if I say a small mouse, right? All mice are small to some degree. It's unnecessary, but it's not coming to me. Whatever. <sighs> an inchoate embryo. I'm going to start calling people inchoate embryos. Freaking inchoate embryo. Just something about embryonic. Boy, that's awesome. All right. Let's get on to our words in a sentence, you guys. Because our company just recently opened its doors, we are inchoate and are not offering all of our services just yet. While I have started writing my autobiography, it is still inchoate because I have several more chapters to add. Having just come into existence a few years ago, the new political party is considered inchoate by many historians. The computer programmer had a hard time locating the system error because its appearance was random and inchoate. I feel like I have to burp, but it's not coming. You know, it gets like stuck in your chest. I have this inchoate desire to burp. I have an inchoate burp stuck in my chest. There's like air trying to make its way up my esophagus, but it's not coming. It's like stuck. It's really annoying. Since the power went out in the building, the electrical service has been inchoate, leaving many floors without lights. 
So inchoate in that sentence meant incomplete, I believe. Since the power went out in the building, the electrical service has been inchoate. In other words, incomplete, leaving many floors without lights. Inchoate. Inchoate. Yes, not yet completed or fully developed. Rudimentary. Inchoate. I-N-C-H-O-A-T-E. Inchoate. You guys, that wraps it up for episode four. Let's go through and see if we can recall the words, definitions that we've gone through. All right. So abjure, abjure, that was our first word. Do you remember what abjure means? Or can you think of a synonym for the word abjure? Abjure. I'm going to abjure my allegiance. Abjure. Bueno. Yes, it means to give up, to renounce or give up formally under oath. Abjure. Abjure. After the tyrant took over the country, the citizens had to abjure their political beliefs. Abjure. All right, how about this? Oh, this is our favorite word. Remember this one, you guys? Prodigious. What is the word? Prod- oh, my. Did it, did it pop into your head? Did it pop up into your head? Prodigious. Ugh, you guys. Prodigious. What does the word prodigious mean? Yes, extraordinary in size, huge, large, extent, force, etc. Wonderful or marvelous. Or remember, if it's too prodigious, it could be eh, abnormal or monstrous. Prodigious. All right, how about the word calumniate? Calumniate. This is the one our mnemonic was columniate. Remember? Think of a column in a newspaper. Columniate. Columniate. Wow, for some reason, I just got really tired calumniate maybe the word calumniate is putting me to sleep calumniate to make false and malicious statements about slander that column in the newspaper is so calumniating Ugh! i can't take any more of this calumny i feel like that's someone like some old guy with a white beard would use the word calumny with one of those um rich irish or british accents who's that one actor that one guy, that Sean Connery. I can't do a Sean Connery accent, but I think he would use the word calumniate. Do not calumniate me. I do not want your calumny. It'd be so cool if I get him on this program just to say that. Calumny. Because it is. It's a word he would use. Yeah? Sean Connery. I think that's his name. Yeah. All right. Last word, you guys. Last word, and then we're done. Encoet. What does encoet mean? What? Oh, yeah, we didn't come up with a word or a way to really remember this. Sorry. I couldn't find anything, by the way. Encoet. Encoet. I wasn't very creative either. Sorry. Encoet. What does encoet mean? An encoet mass of ideas. Remember the encoet embryon? Embryonic. You're so embryonic. Yeah, you're so embryonic. Not yet completed or fully developed. Rudimentary, basic, encoet. That encoet flower. I guess you could sort of have an inchoate flower in the morning before it spreads its petals. Inchoate. All right, you guys. This has been a crazy episode. I'm just, I feel like I'm blabbing at this point. Abjure. Inchoate. Calumniate. Prodigious. Four fun words. I think that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. I usually feel like I have some sort of outro that goes on now, but I've forgotten. It's been a while. It's been since like April since I've released one of these podcasts. So, yeah, I can say that I don't have a very prodigious effort when it comes to making podcasts. Yes. All right, you guys, peace out, and I will enjoy you on the next episode. Feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. 
I love the reviews. I do review. I do. I do review them. I do read them. I guess I review them, but more read them. And if you'd like to make a donation to my podcast, oh, I think I think your name was Alice. I hope I'm getting your name right. Thank you, Alice, for your donation. I know I sent you an email back. But if you'd like to make a donation, you can just Google Nick Snack for Neologisms, visit my website, and click the donate button. And all amounts are appreciated. Appreciated. Lol. All right, you guys, take care. We'll see you on our next podcast. Bye.